The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hope you had a great weekend. 888-933-93. You'd like to get involved in the uh, show. We would love for you to. So you can call uh, at 888-933-93. You can tweet at uh, Pat Unleashed. And there's, of course, as always, just a ton of stuff to get into today. There is no civility uh, left, apparently, in uh, in our political discussions, or really in NFL football or pretty much any walk of life. Some pretty interesting stuff going on with the NFL, where some of these progressives are beginning to eat their own. No, oh, that's fun. We always love to see that. <laughs> Big debate in Florida between uh, the gubernatorial candidates. Ron DeSantis and uh, Gillum, the socialist, the actual proclaimed socialist. So that's not a racist remark to call him a socialist. He calls himself one. Uh, And uh, much more in the uh, Ted Cruz, Beto O'Rourke battle. And last we saw, uh, Ted has pretty much opened up a nice lead of uh, about seven points on average. He's up by as much as nine as little as five in there somewhere. And so it looks like he's got this well in hand, but Beto is spending a ton of money. Everywhere. I, I saw, um, watching NFL football over the weekend, seeing it on the local stations, uh, you really get a sense for how much Beto's spending. And he's got a lot to spend, $38 million. Well, he's not sharing it either. And he won't share. <laughs> I think it's $38 million in the last quarter. I, I think the total so far is... Close to a hundred million in the whole Senate race. It's uh, it's a lot. Um, and Beto keeps talking about how you know Cruz is supported by all the big packs. Um, are you aware of the fact that you've raised more money than Barack Obama did for his presidential campaign in his last quarter? So Beto has raised over sixty million. He's spent $38 million, <clears throat> cash on hand, almost $23 million still left to spend. Hmm. He's spent maybe... What about Ted? Uh, Ted raised only $34 million compared to Beto's sixty. Okay, so it was $94 uh-huh. million. Dollars. Yep. That's a lot. Cruz has spent uh, $24 million. He has $11 million cash on hand. Jeez. So $23 million left for Beto to spend, $11 million left for Ted. Absolutely incredible. Um, and, of course, the... Discussions continue to get more and more vitriolic, uh, more and more nasty all the time. It was disappointing to see our side, I guess, uh, join in on the fun of yelling and screaming at candidates when they're out in public. Um, this is unfortunate to me. I, you know, I, I guess they're anti-communist people, so I don't even know if these are. Republicans, if they consider themselves conservatives, I, I mean, think I think most of us are pretty anti-communist. But Nancy Pelosi um, was walking with a group of people and uh, heading somewhere, and she got accosted. Here's what happened. 
Nancy Pelosi. Why? Why? Let me through. No, no, it's broken. No problem. You don't have a problem. Excuse me. This is a public walkway, so. Are you blocking this in too? Excuse me. Sorry, sir. I can't watch you. Look at Nancy Pelosi right here. Look at this piece of right here. Oh, man. Look at this piece of Pelosi right here. Wonder how they feel. Oh. Okay, and so you get the idea. Uh, while m my worst instincts love the fact that they're getting a taste of their own medicine, mm -hmm. it, it's this just isn't just isn't the way to go. And it really stood out over the weekend because it's unusual mm -hmm. that our side is doing this, or yeah. at least people that it's almost claim unheard to be of. It's yeah. almost unheard of. And to the mm -hmm. right's credit, on social media this weekend, big names were coming out speaking calling against her out, this, calling him out. Yeah, or them. Saying, this isn't how we behave. Yeah. This is not right. Yeah, yeah we so. don't we don't need to be a part of this. We we don't need to be yelling and screaming obscenities and calling them a piece of s as they're headed into who knows what. I. I don't know. It looked like a little alleyway or something, and she's going in the back way to some event. Um, yeah, it's just it's uh, it's not good. It's it's not good. And yeah, there's going to be a part of you that says, "Okay, that's exactly what she deserves." That's exactly because these Democrats are encouraging it when it comes to Republicans, when it comes to conservatives, go out and hassle them wherever they are. And so when it happens to them, you think, well, no, you got what you had coming to you. But we can't go down that road. Yeah. The margin it's not it's not right, but the margin mm -hmm. for error on our side is it's nil. Mm -hmm. You've gotta be on your best behavior at all times. That's just twenty eighteen America. The so, left the left's got plenty of rope. Mitch McConnell was out and confronted by uh diners in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh he's just having a having dinner with his wife. On a Friday night, and of course, uh, people had to accost him at, uh, at just a night out with his wife, just like Ted Cruz's night out with his wife. Here's here's what happened. Oh, yeah. Why did you get out of here? Why did you leave the entire country? Dead snakes. There you go. I like the people intervened here. And you notice it's a woman who intervenes. Where's the men? As Alex Jones I'm going to sell it to TMZ. <laughs> Where are the men? <laughs> this lady's like, I'm selling this to TMZ. I didn't know that. And she did. And she did. As you see by the logo on the screen. That's great. So they had already thrown his food in his face. Or threw it out the door or something. I think they picked up some food that he had in like a... You know, take-home container, a doggy bag, and they threw it out the door. Um, so it, it's gotten to the point where they're actually taking things from them, uh, getting up in their face. Pound, he pounded on the table. Mm -hmm. they're, uh, they're they're doing what 
Maxine Waters and others have suggested they do. Yeah. Yellen, why don't you get out of here? Why don't you leave the entire country alone? Uh, why don't you, douche? And But Mitch McConnell just sat there, to his credit. He and his wife, Elaine Chow, just sat there quietly, absorbing it, taking it, and not dishing anything back to them. That's hard to do. Mm-hmm. That's really hard to do. But they did not escalate the situation. And fortunately, you had a brave woman in there who was willing to stand up for him. Hey, leave him alone. Just let him eat. And that kind of calmed the situation down. Uh, but where are the men? As Alex again uh, was so concerned with. Where are the men? <laughs> Is there not, uh, I don't know, a right-leaning person who can get up in that guy's face and tell him to knock it off? Back down? Beat it? Nobody has the guts, the giblets to do that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I Maybe it's better. Such a fine line. Because uh, maybe it's better that it was a woman, so no fight broke out. Um, all hell didn't break loose. Because you don't want Mitch McConnell to do anything, right? Because then it, then it just mm-hmm. becomes, oh, look, Mitch McConnell fought with a voter. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what would you do if you were in that restaurant and you knew the situation, you knew this guy's yelling, he threw the stuff out the door, and Mitch McConnell and his wife were sitting there? What would you do? I'd feel like I need to get up and cr- confront the guy. Yeah. Say it back down. Just stop it. Let, let him eat. Let him eat, douche. Um, so, I mean, this this is all on the heels of the of the Maxine Waters stuff of the uh, University of Mississippi professor who just last week said that it's not enough to get in their face, jam your hands, your fingers into their salads, take their apps and distribute them to other diners. It's kind of what what this person did. Bring boxes and take their food home with you on the way out. (laughs) They don't deserve your civility, the professor said. And so everywhere Ted Cruz goes now, it seems, he is mobbed by uh, uh, jerks. And uh, McConnell has had to go through this multiple times. Hillary Clinton said in an interview, uh, you know, you can't be civil with Republicans and that civility can start again if the Democrats win. <laughs> oh, huh. I, did, I didn't realize it was conditional, but I, I guess so. Former Attorney General, of course, Eric Holder, was caught on camera saying, uh, when they go low, we go high. No, no. When they go low, we kick them. <clears throat> there you go. Uh, U.S. Senator Cory Booker said, get up in the face of some Congress people. And, of course, then there's the famous Maxine Waters rant where she told them to create a crowd, push back on members of Trump's cabinet. If they're seen in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. So all this stuff is going on now. Uh, last week, Minnesota's Democratic Farmer Labor Party um, One of the officials in that party commented on Facebook that Republicans should be brought to the guillotines. Hmm. Okay. Uh, The campaign manager for Nevada Republican gubernatorial nominee Adam Luxalt said she was physically attacked last Tuesday in Las Vegas by a man she recognized as a liberal activist. She showed the, the bruises and tweeted him out. A Vermont mother of two daughters who's running as a Republican for the House of Representatives in the state, 
said she received left-wing death and rape threats in a pro-socialism letter that was mailed to her home, which said, we are hunting you. <clears throat> so that's that's nice. I mean, you just got to hope nice. you got to hope the proliferation of uh, cameras everywhere and social media will do what happened for the civil rights movement in the '60s. Hopefully, mm, Americans so. will see this and react. It. Yeah, reject it and and react <clears throat> not the way that, that the left wants them to, and kick Republicans out. Instead, they they will have this guttural reaction, this response. Now, if they don't in November, oh boy, I just 2018. Mm. Uh, ben Stein was, uh, uh, I don't know, walking somewhere and a TMZ reporter came up to him and was asking him about these people, these Democrats who are getting in the face of Republicans and apparently thought it was a really good idea and wanted Ben Stein to back up his opinion. Uh, ben kind of didn't. Here's how that went. Stein, nice to see you. How are you, sir? I'm well, I'm well. So big news last night, Mitch yeah. McConnell was at a restaurant in Kentucky. He was accosted by protesters. They took his food, threw it out. Any opinion on that? Disgusting mob rule, Antifa uh, <coughs> becoming like the brown church in the early days of the Nazi party. Very, very disgusting, shocking behavior. It's Stunningly horrible. But you can also say that this is nonviolent protest. I, I no, consider it violent to go to somebody while he's having a meal and take his meal away from him and throw it away. I consider that as close to violence as I want to get. You don't see this as maybe democracy in no, action? absolutely that not. Holding democracy, our no, elected no, officials? No, no, democracy no, no, in action. Democracy in action is voting. Thank it's you. not violence. It's not taking people's not food democracy. away from them and throwing it away. These Moron. people are gangsters. They are mob gangsters. They're not decent people. No, there are people that are on the right, the Proud Boys, as they like to be called. Well, they're like three of them, and if they do the they, same they thing. They accosted Nancy they, Pelosi if they the other do the day. the same thing, then it's disgusting, too. Good job. It's, it's disgusting, too. Yeah. If any, anybody yeah. using violence or threats of violence or any kind of sudden action to deprive people of their rights and their peace of mind, is disgusting. There wasn't necessarily any threat of violence. They're well, just they were, trying they, to hold they, these people they took, accountable. They took their food away and yelled at them. You yeah, just but, told me that. No, yeah, that's true. That, that's disgusting. It's, it's, I mean, you're not going to get me in a million years to say that that's not disgusting. It's disgusting. I'm a big student of World War Good. II and the rise of the Nazi party. And it's exactly how the Nazis started out. It's great. It's yeah. great stuff. In other words, do you want his answer or are you trying to yeah, right. convince him? Yeah. Go and away. Obviously he was. Yeah, obviously he agreed with what happened to the uh, Republicans uh, and just didn't spend a lot of time uh, with uh, the Democrat and whether or not that was okay. What Was it okay to accost uh, Nancy Pelosi like that? No, you know he doesn't think it is. But it's okay to hold hold accountable the Republicans. Oh, is that what they're doing? By attacking them, by yelling and screaming at them in a restaurant, they're holding them accountable? No, that, that's you do not that violent. at the ballot box. You do that in business hours at the Senate, or you call their office, you email them, you show up at their office during office hours. You don't scream in their faces while they're out with a quiet dinner with their wives. I, they just want this to descend into absolute chaos. And that's that's what it's that's what it's coming to. It's headed that direction. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Hard to believe that we're in the middle of October. Actually, late October now already. 
Holidays are coming. Of course, we've got Halloween next week. Then Thanksgiving, which will happen before we know it. And then it's going to be Christmas season and the New Year's. And you got all these parties. You got family gatherings. You have all the food, food at work, food at home. This is where Zone comes in. It can really help because it does a couple of things. With the OEA in it, the uh, important molecule in olive oil, it's been shown to boost metabolism and help reduce your appetite. So for about $1.39 a day, Riduzone can help you get through the holidays and jumpstart the new you for 2019. Order it at Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. All right. Beto and uh, (laughs) Ted Cruz are uh, continuing to... Actually, it's mostly Beto ads that I've been seeing, although I have seen some uh, Ted Cruz ads. Beto's got money to burn, like we said. Yeah, he's he's raised $60 million for this Senate campaign. Uh, It's a ton of money. Uh, And he's everywhere right now. He was was walking, I don't know, near, I don't know, somewhere in public. There were crowds of people that were... Uh, just on the other side of a retaining wall, and a reporter walking with him. And uh, here's what the reporter... Is this an ABC reporter? It is. Yeah, it's a female ABC reporter. Yep. <laughs> here's what she you says to him. One of the most simple, obvious strategies that I've seen employed in a, in a modern campaign. We just literally show up everywhere, all the time, for everyone. You can't go 10 Thank feet without an interruption Thank from a Beto backer. So much. I love you too. Thank you all. You're a rock star. No, You're no, there's just so many no, great really people are. who are. You can't go anywhere without getting. Hey! hey. <laughs> you really are! <laughs> Beto, no! You really are! You're a rock star! And then she tucks her hair behind her. <laughs> yeah, let me just adjust my hair. Ooh, Beto. I love your sweat stain. Yeah, he was covered oh, in it, man. He's always gross. Always sweating like a pig. He what needs is to with bring this a guy? Change of clothes. Looks like Jeffy half the. T- I mean, he sweats more than Jeffy does. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah good heavens, dude! Stop! Stop the sweat, will you please? <laughs> You're a rock star. Oh, oh stop! No, come, no, on. come on. Hey, now. hey, everybody! Okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, it's true. You know, uh, I need need a credit card that's got no limit and a big black jet with a bedroom in it. I'm going to join the Mile High Club at 37,000 feet. You know, I want a new tour bus full of old guitars. My own star on Hollywood Boulevard. You know, somewhere between Cher and James Dean Uh would be fine for me. Trade this life for fortune and fame i'd even i'd even cut my hair and change my name because we all just want to be big rock stars you know living hilltop houses driving 15 cars the girls come easy and the drugs come cheap we'll all stay skinny because we we just won't eat yeah i think you're right i am a rock star it's not every day you get a chance to you know quote nickelback i was Um, So it's a it's a darn good day. It's got to be a first, that. right, for this program. <laughs> I would say for this wow. program, yeah. Okay, I would say so. But Maybe I mean, he's clearly any. such a big rock star. Yeah. That uh, I felt it appropriate 
I'm surprised he didn't ask, uh, hey, you want to hear me play the guitar? Yeah. Yeah. Talk about rock star. <laughs> Try this on. Bob, I'm afraid the show's going to be over before you get that. Uh, is those two things? Maybe also takes Riduzone. I don't. I don't know. But uh, will you write a song for me? <laughs> so great. Oh, I've got a song for you. Uh, it's called the Beto song. Uh, let me show you that one because it's uh, pretty hot. I think you're gonna like this pumpkin. Driving down a Texas highway, coming to a fork. We're gonna take it out of cruise control, and it to a whole Line Teddy gets in bed. All right. Corporate big money. Yeah. That old he says, hell no, because he's got integrity. And it's your Oh, yeah. That's great. Give it back and we can win it. We're rocking now. Take it out of cruise control. Send Beto oh, to the Senate. Cruise control. Get it. Basel's <laughs> been the beauty. Dallas to Colleen. Houston, love it. Copper is cold. See, those are Texas cities, and we can sing about them. So shows how Texas he is. Oh, there he is on a skateboard. So we can tell him what he needs to know. And it's O'Rourke. Ted Cruz has got to go. Take that seat from Lion Ted and give it to Beto. And it's O'Rourke. From Jasper to Bernie. Let's take it out of cruise control. Send Beto to D.C. Let's not. <laughs> Way up there in Washington, uh-huh. they drain the swamp of suit. Okay. The wealthiest Americans who do not give a hoot yeah, about health care and education and our future in the USA. Hey. Texas is going to do the country a favor. Let Beto have his day. Hand it to O'Rourke. Ted Cruz has got to go. Grab the wheel from Dreadful Ted and hand it to Beto. Bet on Beto. Presidio to Boo Birdie. Let's take it out of cruise control. Send Beto to D.C. And it's O'Rourke. He's indivisible with all of us. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's going to be our leader. He's a man that we can trust. Wow. And it's O'Rourke. Okay. All right. Ted Cruz is That's got- great. That's enough. That's really good stuff. Yeah. Isn't that great? Kind of wedged that one lyric in there, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, a little a bit. A little shoehorn there. He's indivisible with all of us. He's not indivisible with all Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe... That didn't really work. Could have jammed something else in there, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Uh, but you know, you know he's for Texas when you can sing the names of a bunch of different Texas cities, and they're you know quite a ways apart. That shows you that he's for everybody. Yeah. Throughout the state. Yep. Because he he wouldn't have named the cities if he weren't. Nope. Am I right? I mean, I'll bet you Ted Cruz couldn't. Well, he probably could name all those places, but uh, but he didn't sing about them. Nope, he did not. Did not sing about them. Mm-hmm. Who are these people that are doing these horrifically bad songs? Oh, that was actually tame compared to uh, something else we had delivered <laughs> to us over is, the weekend. 
something took place in a park in South Lake. I think is, it's South Lake. That's that's where this was tweeted they said from. It, it, it was tweeted from South Lake. So probably. Which I, I don't know if this is. Uh, if these are South Lake residents, I, I, what is the matter? That's, with that's you? a that's a wealthy suburb of Dallas, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and you wouldn't think. I mean, it's a very Republican area. Mm-hmm. Really, really conservative area. It's not, you know, inner city Dallas. It's easily, you know, 35, 40 minutes north of, kind of northwest of Dallas, uh, wedged in between uh, Dallas and Fort Worth, sort of. And and you wouldn't think that these people would want their taxes uh, to go up exponentially. You wouldn't. Maybe they do want to pay for everybody else's health care. Ah, it's 2018. Nothing makes sense, man. Just doesn't. But here they are in a in a park uh, doing the B-E-T-O. Oh, oh sweet love. Wait, the savior's talking. Oh yeah. B E T T O. It's okay. So how do they form the B again? It's like a lowercase b. Oh, it's a little b. Yeah. Okay. And then that makes sense. Then it's a capital E, which is dumb. Capital E with a little b. Yeah. And then the T. And then the O. Okay. Is it November yet? Ugh. I come. I'm over this. Oh, this guy must lose. Please tell me he's see, gonna lose. See, look, chances are uh, you're you're in uh, 49 of the 50 states right now, not named Texas. Okay, if you're listening to this program, if you've had enough of Beto at this point, imagine mm. how we're doing on this end. It is. I cannot take it. It's agonizing. It's what two weeks out, two weeks from tomorrow. This is over, and I hope I never hear well, from him early again. Early voting starts in Texas today, so early voting is probably going on in many, many states already. And it's been going on for a couple of weeks in some states. Some states are like a month out. They start voting, which it seems a little much because a lot can change in that month. And you don't have the information, you know, that you maybe should heading into the the booth there. I don't have the date here, but I'm looking at this one chart. California starts 29 outs from uh, 29 days. days. Uh, uh-huh. Indiana, Jeez. 28. Uh, let's see here. Arizona, 26. Wow. 30 for Maine. Uh, 46 for Minnesota. 45, Mississippi. 42, Missouri. I mean, this is wow. nuts. 45, New Jersey. Wow. I mean, come on. That's it's a lot. That is. That's silly. So much can change. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, you could, I mean. Before the presidential election, uh, it could have been that Hillary Clinton was indicted on charges. Be- You're talking hypothetically. You know, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Could have happened. It didn't, obviously, but it could have. <laughs> and then th- that might change your mind a little bit. If your candidate was indicted on a felony charge, I don't know, maybe not. Huh. Maybe not. But I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait until this election is over. And Ted Cruz has safely won his seat back, and we don't have to worry about Beto until 2020 because you know they're already talking about this guy for president of the United States. 
He's a three-term congressman from El Paso, Texas. Congressman never win the presidency. It hasn't happened in a really long time. Um, but they love this guy so much, especially outside the state. Hollywood's all enamored with him. They all love him. They adore him. And I wouldn't be, would not be surprised uh, to see them run him for president. So Beto has been in Congress for six years. Is that right? Yes. Six years. Okay. Let's just say, again, let's just, the realm of hypotheticals. Let's just say you never served in D.C., but you were elected senator. Mm -hmm. And then you were up there for maybe four years and then became president of the United States. Mm -hmm. It's easier from the Senate, though, if you're talking about Barack Obama. It's it's easier from the Senate. Okay. But as far as experience and... uh, Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, that that didn't make any sense either. That, Mm -hmm. That didn't make any sense, and neither would this. But they're both... They're li- they're alike in that, for some reason, people consider them both rock stars because mm-hmm. I guess they're well spoken. They've got decent communication skills. They're you know socialists. slim socialists. <laughs> slim socialists. That says it all. <laughs> all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Glenn founded real estate agents I trust years ago because he was really frustrated with unreliable real estate agents that couldn't sell his house and. You know, you don't want to lose money, and he did. And so he wanted to help others avoid that situation. So he got his team together, and they vetted a bunch of agents, 1,200 of them so far uh, across America. And these are full-time agents committed to their job that understand things like curb appeal and professionally staging your home and getting the photos up on the Internet, when to list your home and for how much and what the market will bear, all of those things, really important. Very critical. And they're fans of the show, so you got that in common with them heading into it. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there today. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yeah, conservatarian lady uh, tweets out that, yeah, she's had enough of Beto, but think about how Florida feels. This Gillum guy is ahead. And she lists all these things, you know, difference between Ron DeSantis and Andrew Gillum, uh, the mayor of Tallahassee. My goodness, Florida, what are you doing? He was up by four last I saw, uh, which is frightening. Guy's an admitted socialist. An admitted socialist. <laughs> Just He and DeSantis uh, had a debate over the weekend. It was eh, somewhat interesting. Here's how some of that went. Providing over a city that's out of control. We turn up the, three, the, uh, the machine here. Providing over a city that's out of control in terms of crime. Uh, You know, when you have the record number of murders, in fact, the guy running to succeed him as mayor uh, was his former chief of staff. And he's sending out literature to voters saying most murders in history last year. Something needs to change. That's right. Andrew couldn't keep Tallahassee safe. He's not the guy to keep Florida families safe. All right. Well, Ron is being Don uh, and that's Donald Trump uh, neglecting all sense of reason and facts. Uh, I preside over a city that is experiencing a five year low in our crime rate on trajectory to be at a 20-year low in our crime rate. No no matter of restatement of what he has to say is going to change the facts. This is CNN, not Fox. You have to bring facts to the conversation. It's a cute little catchphrase. It's a cute little ism that that liberals seem to have, socialists seem to have. (laughs) I mean, we all know CNN is anything but fact-based, right? I mean, (laughs) I I don't know who he's trying to fool there. It's CNN, not... Not Fox. You got to bring facts. Do you? 
then what about the fact that DeSantis just cited in that murders were at a record level last year? They were, by the way. Murders were at a record level. And in our case, year, yes or and no? in our case we are the eighth largest city and our 27th in crime. This Did is what, Florida, this is what Florida voters understand. What Florida voters understand is mm-hmm. that communities will experience crime. <laughs> okay. It's just going to happen. I can't, we can't control that. Ah, I mean, it's just gonna. We're just gonna have crime. There's gonna be murders. But what okay? about the trajectory? Oh, there's a trajectory that you know some other crimes are way down. Um, uh, we we just don't like to talk about murders because you know they only happen a few times a year. <laughs> well, record number of times last year, but still not that much. I mean, it's not like everybody in the city was killed. Okay, Don. I like how they get around these because you can use the st- statistics to your advantage almost no matter what the facts are. For instance, if if petty crime is down, you can say crime is down. Well, what about felonies? Yeah, I'm not talking about felonies right now. I'm talking about petty crime. <laughs> okay. So that's exactly what he did there. And then DeSantis got hit on uh, whether or not Donald Trump is a good role model. Quote, build the wall out of toy blocks and reading a children's story about the president saying... So this is Tapper going through that commercial we've played a few times. Which is horrible. Which is really bad, where he just looks like a a Trump cult member. You're fired. Do you think President Trump is a good role model for the children of Florida? Well, Jake, we, my wife and I were poking a little fun at ourselves because of the way that campaign was going. And uh, I'm uh, proud of my family, though. We, I don't actually read the art of the deal to my son, Mason. Uh, he's, a, he's a great kid. He smiles at anything, but that's should've not necessarily his cup of tea. So here's what I know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was very passionate about moving our American embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Andrew opposed that. A couple months ago, he said it was a mistake. He said we shouldn't recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Every president for 25 years has promised that on the campaign trail. Once in office, they didn't do it. Donald Trump promised it, and he followed through with it. And so to me, when you give your word and you follow through with it as an elected official, that is the model that we're supposed to do. He was right to move the embassy uh, to Jerusalem. Uh, I was there uh, for a historic event. Uh, I know Andrew didn't support that and doesn't think that's right. But to me, that was true leadership. I'm confused by the question. The question was whether or, not he, uh, whether or not uh, he thinks President Trump is a good role model for the children of Florida. <laughs> That's what I thought. Originally, I got confused. So, uh, no, he's not. Uh, Donald, Trump is, Donald Trump is weak, uh, and he performs as all weak people do. They become bullies. Uh, and Mr. DeSantis is his acolyte. Uh, he's uh, trying out to be the Trump apprentice. Okay. Uh, that one's kind of hard because... DeSantis fell into all of that with the commercial he did. Now, he he says he was just, they were making fun of themselves. It didn't come off that way. Mm-mm. It came off like they're in love with Donald Trump and they want to do everything Trump does and they believe everything he says and they follow everything. Uh, everything that Donald Trump thinks or does or feels, eh, they're, all, they're all okay with it. Uh, that's kind of how that that commercial came off. Yeah, and, and you're right about Gillum leading in the polls and, and the tweet and everything. Check this. So he's plus one, plus one, plus one, and now plus 12? Whoa. Plus 12 over the weekend CNN poll. Jeez. Was that after the uh, debate? What night was the debate? Because uh, th- actually these numbers were run the 16th through the 20th, so this was definitely before, okay. right? Probably, be- yeah, 16th would have definitely been before. So th- this polling cut off on um, Saturday. 
So that must be an outlier then. Yeah, I, right now I it hope. is. <laughs> now, a poll taken right around the same time by the St. Petersburg newspaper plus one. So let's hope that, like I said, it was plus one, plus one, plus one, and now plus 12. Kind let's, of scary, though. He shouldn't, shouldn't be anywhere near DeSantis in there Florida. There should not be a plus next to the Gillum number. No, no <laughs> there really shouldn't. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, also, in uh, the race for Senate in Florida, Bill Nelson, the Democrat, leads uh, Rick Scott, uh, which is a little bit frightening as well. What is going on? 50 to 45, I think we saw. Yeah. Um, this is kind of interesting. Beto is so annoying in Texas <laughs> with these tweets. And we've, <laughs> we've talked about his tweets. You just you can't stop the tweets. Nope. Uh, or the texts. It's not the tweets. It's the texting to people. So you're calling them on their cell phone continually with his campaign baloney. So there's a class action lawsuit against him now. Good. To stop the annoying practice where, of texting Texans. Where do I sign up for this? Uh, I got to find out. <laughs> um, a Texas resident is suing O'Rourke's campaign because of the campaign text messages. And you can't stop them. I mean, you can tell them to stop, and they don't. So a class action lawsuit was filed against the Beto for Texas campaign by Samir Saeed on Friday, the Fort, according to the Fort Worth Telegram. Saeed argues in the lawsuit that the campaign has violated the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. The law bans automated telephone equipment being used to send calls or texts to people's cell phones without their permission, except for emergencies. Wow, I I get that kind of stuff all the time. Not just from the Beto campaign, but no, no, no. those are I real get that stuff all the time. Those are real texts from me that you're ignoring. <laughs> you're telling your phone that there's spam. No, I mean there is spam on my cell phone all the time, mm-hmm. and apparently there's not supposed to be according to this law. Saeed received nine messages from the organization without giving the campaign permission to contact him. He's demanding at least five hundred dollars per text message for him and all Texans. Yes, who received the unwanted texts. I got news for you. And he's got the money. Uh, Beto's got the money to pay this out. That's where you're going to spend the rest of your money. $23 million you're sitting on. <laughs> Saeed tried calling the number back and texting back to get the messages to stop, but the number was disconnected and never received a response. I'm sure Beto's campaign will say, that's not us. That's, uh, that's some... It's a pack. Uh, it's a, yeah, pack it's a pack we have no control over. It's a pack. We, we, we don't even know those people. I didn't even know they existed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, also, the race in... Arizona is getting more and more interesting. <laughs> this is a race between um, Martha McSally, or Martha McSally yeah. and Arizona Democrat candidate uh, Kirsten Cinema. She is the one who said that Arizona is the meth lab of democracy, which doesn't seem to be very flattering for the state she's trying to represent. Um. So not only did she say it was okay for Americans to join the Taliban, she disparaged the citizens of her home state as racists and accused former President George W. Bush of crowning himself king of the world for life and putting arsenic in the country's water. Um, She also has made plain her contempt for stay-at-home moms. Hmm. She's pissed off just about everybody. Good for her. Yeah, she called them leeches or something, right? Yeah, in a 2006 interview with the Scottsdale Nightlife Magazine, 944, 
Cinema went off the rails when describing stay-at-home moms, saying these women, quote, these women who act like staying at home, leeching off their husbands or boyfriends and just cashing the checks is some sort of feminism because they're choosing to live that life. That's bull crap, I'll say. Uh, I mean, what the F are we really talking about here? <laughs> Unquote. <laughs> well, you're you're talking about uh, women who are doing the toughest job there is. Amen. Staying at home, raising their family. That's That's tougher than what I do. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, this is interesting. She was married to a BYU classmate. So Cinema's from, wow. She went to BYU before later divorcing uh, him. She has no children. She's vehement, a vehement abortion rights supporter. She co-sponsored the Women's Health Protection Act as uh, Carol Tobias, president of the National Right to Life Committee, told the Senate Judiciary Committee. How'd she end up at BYU? I don't know. I don't know if she's LDS. Is she Mormon? I'm looking that up right now. Wow. She graduated from there, too. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's barely where she met her husband, mm -hmm. and then she uh, jettisoned him. Hmm. Probably didn't want to stay at home with the kids. Is it safe? She's uh, LDS? I don't see yet. Mm -mm. Sometimes when they they go the other way, they go the other way hard, (laughs) really hard. And so uh, she's pretty radical if she's... She's an super openly non theist slash atheist. Non theist atheist? Uh huh. That's. What's a. I don't know. A non theist atheist? I guess you believe there's no God? There's no theist? Well, isn't that sort of uh, redundant? I guess. <laughs> isn't that kind of same thing? I don't thing? write the web code, I only read it. I don't huh. know what that is. That's great. Huh. All right. I'll. Figure it out if he was Mormon or... I don't know. I don't know everything Not, I don't think a lot of atheists attend BYU, as a rule, <laughs> you know? Or did she become one, you know? She might have, yeah. Oh, she's bisexual, by the way. Oh, good. That's number one. That's the number one fun fact from Heavy.com. Not that there's a thing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Oh, she spent two years as a homeless child. That's fun fact number two. Uh, fun fact number three, she was a social worker before going into politics. Okay. <clears throat> Number four. These are fun facts. Yeah. I'm having a really good time she right now. She once described herself as a Prada socialist. Okay. A, a Prada socialist? That sounds... So a socialist that wears Prada shoes yeah. that cost, what, eight $900 wow. a, sh- a pair. Wow. Okay. That would nice. be an elitist. Uh, she grew up Mormon. Number five. Fun fact number five. Grew fun up Mormon, fact. but is no longer with the LDS church. Again, these are fun, fun, fun facts. And a happy Monday morning to you with our fun <laughs> facts on our congressional candidates. <laughs> wow. That's yeah, fun. That is fun. You know who else is fun? It's Cory Booker. Oh, he's a too uh, much fun from what I hear. <laughs> he's he's kind of claimed that Canada is more American than America. Um, and it's kind of interesting to hear him. He doesn't say exactly that word for word, but you do the math on this one. Hmm. Other people talk about college debt. You've got to be kidding me. Every country we are competing with is driving down the cost of college. Germany, it costs between 0 and 4% of median income to go to college. Canada... I can't stand how they're out-Americaning us in Kansas. Is this, is this guy? Trudeau. Give me a break. 
costs about 6-7% of median income to go to college. What does it cost in America? 52% of median income. And why are other nations out-Americaning us? Why are they out-investing in infrastructure than we, in the way we used to? Why are they out-investing in research and development the way we used to? Why are they out-investing in education the way we used to? Why are they doing universal preschool and we're not? Why are they doing paid family leave and we're not? Why? Because this socialists. is what builds a great That's economy why. for everybody. Idiot. Why? All of those things are American for the government to pay for everything you want to do? No. Those are not American values. Those are not American principles. God, guys, just that's agonizing. He's fun. Oh, he's fun. Yeah, there's there's some fun facts too from uh, Curry Booker. Here's another one. Oh no, there's there is a uh, guy, a homosexual, who claims that uh, Corey tried to force him to uh, pleasure Corey in a, in a men's room um, of a couple of years ago in 2014. This apparently took place. The story is, uh, as was described to a lawyer, um, this guy stopped to use a building's uh, single occupancy restroom. And this was apparently in a building where Cory Booker was speaking. Mm -hmm. Upon washing my hands prior to leaving, I heard knocking on the door. When it comes to these restrooms, it's customary to knock first in case someone is using it, even though there is an interlock. When I opened the door, Mr. Booker was there. He smiled and very gregariously said, Hey, we engaged in some brief idle chit-chat in the entryway, and then he asked me to speak in private. Now, keep in mind, earlier earlier that evening, uh, this gentleman had mentioned to uh, Cory Booker that he was a hero of his. Oh, so they they talked before. Yes. And the guy said, You're a hero of mine, Cory. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Cory liked that. Quite a bit. Because um, after the chit-chat in the entryway, he asked him to speak in private. What happened next happened so fast that it was hard for me to comprehend what was going on. It was one of those surreal moments where what was happening was such a deviation and such a perversion of one's natural daily routine that I hardly knew how to act. He pulled me into the restroom, albeit not too forcefully, and slowly pushed me against the restroom wall. Said that being a hero was a serious turn on. Oh boy. He continued. The Senate appreciates fine citizens like you. Can you imagine that? <laughs> you push some guy up against a wall in a uh, in, in a restroom. And now you're telling him that the <laughs> the Senate appreciates fine fine citizens like and you. Cue the so, really bad music. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, this is going to be a political discussion now? Are we going to talk politics, Corey? Here in the bathroom? Uh, no, that's that's not what, what happened. He said, especially, so the Senate appreciates fine citizens like you, especially this senator. He then put his left hand on my groin over my jeans and, and began to rub. Uh, I... I seem to remember saying something like, what is happening? Uh, it was a bit like having vertigo. He then used his other hand to grab my left hand with his right hand and pulled it over to touch him. At the same time, he disengaged his other hand and, and used his left hand to push me to my knees from my shoulder uh, for what was clearly a move to have him you know, do something. Uh, at that point, 
I pulled away quite violently and told him I had to go. I didn't see him again before he left. Wow. So a little... In, uh, you know what? Was I there? No, but I'll tell you something. I believe the survivors. I, I believe, believe survivors. survivors. I we believe, believe survivors. I'm with you. We, we believe, believe survivors. survivors. We, we believe, believe survivors. survivors. Right? Are we going to hear that chant uh, in Cory Booker's face in the coming days? We believe, believe survivors. survivors. People are going to be shouting him down in a restaurant, yep. demanding that he step down from his Senate seat, uh, demanding that he go away from public life because he's been accused. Or should he have his day? Should he have his say? Should the guy have to prove something? 888 Let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, this, is a, this is a great company that was formed by a team of top physicians. And then from that company, they created Field of Greens, which I love. Field of Greens is real superfood. So this is a way to get vegetables into your diet, superfoods into your body. If you don't like, you know, superfoods that don't taste all that super. Um, This is such superfood. It even has a nutrition facts panel because it actually is real food. One scoop has a full serving of USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. You're going to love this stuff. And you're going to be healthier for it. Get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Welcome Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three added Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Rob Eldridge tweets, "Why so much Beto this early, especially on a Monday? Now my head is pounding." Oh, whoops! Well, see, that's that's a result of doing the show early. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, struggling Lumby, Keith, how's your upside down writing on your laptop more legible than your Post-it notes? Man, that's, that's true. Look, mm. that's actually a great point. Mm-hmm. Millennial Falcon, uh, Pat gets extra points for working in a Nickelback reference on the show today. Well, thank you. Thank you. I do, Wait, I do he gets extra points? Yeah, that's what she said. Or we're going to subtract she. points? Uh, no, extra points for working in a Nick. Are you not a Nickelback fan? I don't know. Whatever. It's like... Man, they, that, that is a band that gets bludgeoned by critics. <laughs> I, I mean, bludgeoned. Between, between Nickelback and Creed, uh, wow. I mean, you would think... You would think that they were Beto O'Rourke on the guitar. Bob, I'm afraid the show's going to be over before they get done. Also from uh, Rebel Republican, it's worse than you think. I live in Florida. I have a Florida number. I get the text messages from Beta. Wait, what? <laughs> Every couple of weeks. No way. That's weird. Wow. So Why this would be, we need a federal. kind of a waste of money it's texting to people who can't vote for you? Oh, really? He's uh, got so much money, he just doesn't know what to do with it. Bus in voters. Yeah, but that sounds like a federal lawsuit right there. Yep. Uh, just GD Chapel tweets. Breaking traffic and weather update. I vote by mail and have already voted against Gillum. Against Gillum. Against Gillum. Hmm. 
I kind of ran those two words together. Yeah, that was kind of neat. Against Gillum. Against Gillum. It was a pleasure. Good. Yeah, and I think uh, today is the first day of early vote in uh, Texas as yeah. well, right? Yep, today. So uh-huh. this is this is kind of cool because you can show up any pretty much any polling booth in your county, I believe is how that works. Yep. So you don't have to go to a specific location, so it makes it a lot easier. Uh, and Trump's in uh, mm. Houston tonight, right? It's tonight. Is that tonight? I think so. Yeah, it is the, 20, <clears throat> is the 22nd. Yeah, boy, they've been camping out, yeah, since last night, so... People camped out? Crazy, right? you got to be kidding. Um, At the Toyota Center? Supporters lining up for blocks one day before the Trump Cruise Rally in Houston. This story is... uh, That's amazing. Dateline yesterday. That is amazing. So, uh, Toyota Center holds, I don't know, eighteen to 20,000 people. And if you're camping out so so you can secure a a place... Well, you want to sit... You want to be up on the... <clears throat> platform the dais or whatever behind the president probably. oh yes i do i bet I that's really what they're do. trying to do well <laughs> you i wasn't i, I wasn't saying you no i no so, you yeah. did you if, said you want to be there and then you're right i think if I you're do. camping out i'm referring to the you as being the individuals camping out i see all right i guess i should have said they <clears throat> mm-hmm. yes you probably should have my bad proper pronoun use is incredibly important you can be put in jail in california <laughs> for using the wrong one so you just count your lucky stars you're not in california right now yep <laughs> uh, all right, weekend box office. Mm. Uh, Halloween was huge. Yeah, I saw that. Seventy-seven point five million on a budget of ten million dollars. Wow, that's already a massive hit. Wow, Star is Born was number two. Thirty. Uh, let's see, that brought in nineteen. Look at that 3. gap. Halloween seventy-seven million. Stars born 19. 19. 19. That's kind of like the Ohio State Purdue score. Boom. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I had a little, Just, little uh, I got a little moxie going because strange. the Huskers finally won a game, and it was mm-hmm. great seeing Purdue embarrass Ohio State on national TV. That's all. Continue. Okay. Well, it happens to Ohio State once a year. Happened last year with Iowa. Uh, the year before, it seems like somebody else beat them bad. Um, but. Will they rebound next week? Probably. No, no, no. It's a bye week. They, oh, they, they've got two weeks to prepare for. For Nebraska? Yes, Oh, sir. they're going to need those two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to rebound in a big way. Shut up, Pat. Uh, Let me have my moment, man. Right, you can have your moment. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Halloween at 77. Stars Born at 19. It's made 126 since it came out. Only cost $36 million to make. That That's another big hit. Uh, Venom at $18 million. 171 so far and that was a hundred million dollar budget so that's doing really well goosebumps 2 haunted halloween made 9.7 and first man rounded out the top five that just didn't do very well man now i'm getting worried that i haven't seen it yet it's about to be gone it's gonna be gone yeah it is 8.5 million it's up to 29 million since it came out almost 30 million because it's a 29.99 um and it cost $59 million to make. That is not doing well. Wow. I don't think that makes back its its uh, budget. Send the tab to Ryan Gosling for yeah, blowing for that whole flag thing out of proportion. I think he probably turned away a lot of people who wanted to see that movie. And he shouldn't have because it wasn't a big deal. Wow. Had he not brought it up, if, if that wouldn't have been mentioned in a big story for a week or whatever it was, a couple of days at least, um, I nobody would have mentioned anything about it. You wouldn't have noticed anything about it because they did show the flag on the moon. 
They do a wide shot where you see the lunar lander, and right next to it is the American flag planted right in the moon. They had flags on their you know, spacesuits. There, there were flags on the rockets. They weren't trying to hide that it was America. And so if Gosling would have kept his mouth shut, yeah, they'd probably be doing a lot better than they are now. Wow. It's really too bad because it's a great movie. Yeah, I got to see that. Deserves to be seen. It's a really good movie. And take the kids to it in, <clears throat> in spite of the yeah. crazy, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, over-the-top uh, language, drug use, sex scenes, all that other stuff that you warned us about, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. other than the rampant, rampant, rampant that was graphic <laughs> sex scenes and nudity. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, totally fine. Okay, good. You know, you might tell your kids to close their eyes for... Just kind of put your hand over their eyes. Yeah, but only for like 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> like, how do you know it's coming in the movie? Because it just seems like it well, doesn't when fit, they start but... taking their clothes off, oh, then a... you'll know. Here it comes. And so for the next 15 to 20 minutes... Is it in space? It's non-stop space sex. <laughs> and wow. so you might want <laughs> And then there's, you know, the graphic scenes of violence where brains are splattered up against walls and rocks. They fight and aliens so. and stuff? Is yeah, that what happens yeah, some up on of the moon? Stuff is going on. I don't want to, you know, spoiler alert, I don't want to spoil too much. So. Wow. But yeah, Can other I... than that, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up on that. Okay. I mean, it, if you don't, if you weren't around and you haven't studied much of the space program, it's a really educational movie. Awesome. The weird thing is the whole movie, they call the Gemini program, Gemini. And so I don't know if I've pronounced that wrong my entire life. And every newscaster since 1980 has pronounced it wrong. Uh, or or if they pronounced it wrong in the movie. But why is it Gemini? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't that? I mean, you look I'm at that word. It it's right Gemini. Now. Right? Weird. It's a yeah. weird situation. Um, hmm. And maybe not the most critical issue that we face today. I don't know. Here, here's a story from April 3rd, 1965. NASA clears up the way Gemini is pronounced. Oh, and what does it say? Gemini or Gemini? No, New York Times. I'm not paying you to read this story. Oh, oh hold on, hold on. It's been a Gemini, as in Gemini Cricket. Wow. Wow. So we've pronounced it wrong for 50 years. Hmm. 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 Who knew? What? What the heck? How hmm. about that? All right, well, the Gemini program was... <laughs> Questioning uh, everything you know now. ...behind the Russians every step of the way anyway. So wow. it was a program that apparently sucked until uh, we got to Apollo. And then we started kicking some serious butt. Hmm. Um, all right. The UN has issued yet another climate tipping point. Because how many tipping points have we actually tipped over so Ooh, far? Oh, that's a great question. A hundred? A thousand? Did you carry the one this time? Yes. Okay, no. Ten thousand. Okay. We, We've tipped over ten thousand tipping points to this to this date. Uh, United Nations once again issued another dire climate change report, claiming we must act before it's too late. Why won't you people listen? Why? The media has dutifully reported this latest round of climate tipping points. Latest UN report has extended the climate deadline by which we must allegedly empower the U.N. bureaucrats to save the world Hmm. until 2030. We have just 12 more years. Oh, what, 12? Wow. Oh, well, wake me up. Remember the last tipping point was 500 days? We have 500 days to save the planet. It's our last tipping point. I'm telling you, we're not going to warn you anymore. (laughs) Okay? This is the last one. We were 500 days away, and that was, what, five years ago? Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah. 500 days okay. happened at least 5,000 days ago. So. Former Vice President Al Gore has also joined in, oh, piggybacking good. on the UN for yet another tipping point uh, warming. <laughs> uh, even NASA's lead global warming advocate, Dr. Gavin Schmidt, has had enough of the UN and media's climate tipping points. <laughs> really? Schmidt tweeted on October 7th, I agree that framing this report as we only have 10 years to act, as done by the Washington Post, and their headline is neither correct nor helpful. Making better decisions on emissions is always going to be helpful, whether it's now, in five years, or in 20 years. I thought we only had 12. Are you kidding me? Wait, what do we got now? 5, 20, or 12? Or- well, what? he says that you can't, you can't put these deadlines on it because it's not helping anything, and it's not accurate. He says it's wrong. It will help no matter when you do it. Now, that is completely new for a global warming alarmist. They, what they like to do is cause a sense of you know panic in you and tell you that the world is ending so that you act and you act right now. Hmm. So he's not helping their cause by saying that. <laughs> CNN reported on October 8th, governments around the world must take rapid, far-reaching, and unprecedented changes in all aspects of society to avoid disastrous levels of global warming. It's according to a stark new report from the Global Scientific Authority on Climate Change. Who is, oh, the IPCC, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the IPCC. They're, I mean, how accurate have they been so far? Um, uh, not at all there's a lot of misinformation if so if you haven't heard um maybe you're still putting your stock in the ipcc report um Mm -hmm. that's been uh that's been blown out of the water years ago many many times Mm -hmm. at the un climate summit in copenhagen there's another word we pronounced uh wrong our whole lives i used to pronounce it copenhagen not changing and i'm gonna i'm gonna stay with that yeah me too um U.N. summit in Copenhagen in 2009. Al Gore sought U.N. climate agreement immediately. We have to do it this year. Not next year. This year. Again, that was 2009. (laughs) And, of course, the clock is ticking because Mother Nature does not do bailouts. Really clever. Isn't that clever? (laughs) Every night on the news, it's like a nature walk through the book of Revelation. (laughs) That's good stuff right there. That's good stuff. He is full of hyperbole. Yeah, I love it. What was that line again? Mother Nature doesn't do and Mother Nature bailouts? does not do bailouts. Gore has warned repeatedly of the coming tipping point. Climate change can cross a tipping point and suddenly shift into high gear, <laughs> he claimed in 2006. Well, he, he doesn't claim that anymore. It's always in high gear now because every night, is like a nature walk through the book of Revelation. So, there you go. I'm scared. I am frightened. What are you gonna like? What, they finally what, succeeded in frightening me. What are you gonna do to change your lifestyle now? I'm gonna panic. Like, um, like, but what are you gonna do? What am I gonna do? Just panic? Like, come on now. What are you gonna do to change your 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 quality of life so um, that you can help Mother Earth? I'm going to sell my car. Okay. Um, move into a uh, cardboard box uh, so that my house isn't, you know, creating. But, uh, wait a minute, a whole bunch of CO two. A tree has to be mm-hmm. sacrificed for your little cardboard box home. 
So you can't yeah, be just one. How many were sacrificed for my house? I don't that I care live in? if it saves just one tree limb. Mm-hmm. Pat, perhaps we'll just live under a tree then, and uh, then we'll stop bathing. And uh, see how that work, works out. Okay, please keep bathing. As someone who has to work within a few feet of you, I don't need you to go um, that far. But this is this is stunning, frightening news right here. Uh, beer prices could double because of climate change. <clears throat> According to a new study, beer uh, is going to become very rare. And so it's going to double the, the price at least. So what can I do to help the earth now? Please tell me. I just told you what I, I'm going to do. Well, now I'm on board. Either, either you want to help or you don't. Well, I do now. With beer is going to double in price. U.S. and other countries um, could see a sharp rise because of increased risk from heat and drought, according to a new study that looks at climate change's possible effects on barley crops. <laughs> they couldn't get oh, you fired up with any of the other stuff they've been <laughs> bellyaching about. So now they're talking about the world's barley crop. Okay. So wait, <laughs> hold on, wait. Warmer temps means that you can you have more space to grow barley, right? Because then it just moves north. What is happening? By projecting heat and drought trends over the coming decades, a team of researchers in China, the UK, and the US all found that barley production could be sharply affected by the shifting climate, and uh-huh. that means some parts of the world would very likely be forced to pay much more for a beer. In Ireland, a leading beer-consuming nation, prices could triple. What is... What? Other countries would most likely drink less beer as their farmers are expected to export more barley to countries that would struggle to grow enough barley under the hotter, drier conditions. Do you know how hot and dry it would have to be to do this? Because, like you just mentioned, a little bit warmer as it has been in the last hundred years, the 0.9 change has actually helped growing uh, uh, trends yeah, across yeah. the across the planet. And it's it's actually before. better. It's and happened it's, before. It sure has. And you uh, know what? It'll happen again. But I'm going to stop bathing, though, just to be safe. Yeah. And Do you mind? You know, well, uh, so I'm going to be living under, under a tree, so I don't really care. Okay. So Do my part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. 888 you know, when your ears aren't clean, it can be really uncomfortable and things can sound muffled and uh, it's, when you talk, it sounds like you're in a tunnel. It's, just, uh, it's not fun. And so rather than using cotton swabs and just jamming the earwax deeper into your ear, the candles where you could burn your head off, you probably don't want to do that. Mm-mm. There's a great solution for you developed by doctors. It's just like what they use in their office. It's just a lot less expensive. It's called Wax RX, and this ear wash system was developed by doctors. Works safely when all other products fail. The Wax RX system is uh, the method that physicians trust most. And again, it's just like the one they use in their office. Um, Wax RX comes with everything you need to safely clean out the earwax and condition your ears safely and conveniently at home for less than it would cost you at the doctor's office. Uh, they use a special wax softening drop to break down the earwax inside your ear. Then there's a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush the wax away. And then there's the pH conditioned formula that rinses and soothes your ears. If you'd like to give it a shot, do it. Do it today. Go to usewaxrx.com to order your system. Use the offer code radio. And you'll get free shipping right to your door. Use waxrx.com. 
Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed. Uh, Sumi says, how did the Gosnell movie do? Hmm. It's a good question. Let's see. Oh, boy. Uh, the Gosnell movie, not in the top 20, which is all I have here. Wow. That's not good. Not good. No, apparently it didn't do all that well. How many? Hmm. Is it in wide release? Do we know? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it is. Yeah. Um, something I didn't, I failed to mention, and this is a huge fact about uh, Halloween. At seventy-seven point five million for the weekend, it is the best opening ever for a female star over fifty-five. That's a lot of qualifiers. There, <laughs> there is a category for that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the best opening ever for a female star over the age of fifty-five. 55 who has combination skin and the heartbreak of psoriasis and bunions on her left foot. A best opening ever, though, for that person. For that, for, for for that particular person, yes. So <laughs> congratulations to that person. Uh, also from uh, Kim Lewandowski, she uh, tweets out, uh, we believe survivors. Yeah, well, that's for the... Uh, Cory Booker thing. Right? Yeah, he, he's been accused of a, a gay man uh, for being assaulted in a bathroom. And none of us were there, but damn it, we believe, believe survivors. survivors. We, we believe, believe survivors. survivors. Andy tweets, uh, seems to me that trying to terrify people with a double or triple jump in beer prices is close to the last gasp <laughs> of a desperate movement. Yeah, <laughs> let's hope so. <laughs> uh, and uh, Daniel Chappelle, in the future, there is no beer. That's why I'm drinking more this year. Oh, that even rhymed. Got a plan ahead That's there. adorable. That even rhymed. This story on Gosnell's from last week, um, it opened to 673 theaters around the country. 673. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, let's see. 1.16 million. Yeah, 1.16 uh, box office. It's first weekend. Uh, but listen to this. Uh, the audience liked it at 99%. Okay, fine. 67% uh, critics mm. liked it. So I mean that's that's not bad. That's a good yeah. That's pretty okay. good. Hmm. Pretty good. It didn't. It's so. But I'm down to this is week two, right? Is this week two? I think so. Yeah. It's not in the top. I it's see. It's not the tw- top twenty. Top and the top the twentieth yeah. movie uh, was one hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. Well, so I'm I'm actually on the website now where we get all this. It's not even in the top forty right now. Dang. Wow. That went away quickly. I don't understand that. I, did it only play one week? It might have only played. It might have been a really limited engagement. I think it was. Okay. Maybe that's why. I think they took it out of theaters after like one weekend or one night or I don't know. I don't think it was a long time uh, presentation. It'll probably wind up uh, available on your uh, Mm -hmm. on demand. You know, if you have your your cable or your satellite thing and you can get it on demand. It it, it had to have been one release, one week release, because look at this. This story is uh, dated from last week, and it says it was a top ten movie. Yeah, so see, I, I think it was. Just, I think it's a one, yeah, uh, special engagement, fathom event. Yeah, so, thank yeah, you, yeah. Rob. You're right. It we'll was one that night. Soon. My bad. Uh, that's what they did with RBG. They they released that really quick, and then it went to on demand because everybody wanted to see it in their home, so they could watch it over and over and over and over again. I got to see that Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary one more time, and then you just roll it again. Or, or what about you know? in the case of Gosnell? Uh-huh. I mean, this could be something that just a tool for these uh, pregnancy centers, you know, have have the, the, the moms that come in for abortions, mm-hmm. and, you know, have them watch just this. Watch that. I, yeah. just, I bet it'd be very powerful. Yeah. 
Uh, Ethan in Saudi Arabia. You're on the blaze. Hi. <clears throat> hey, Pat. How are you? Good. I have a, uh, I've got a climate change update for you. Oh, okay. There are flash floods in Saudi Arabia right now. <laughs> Is that, uh, I'm guessing that's fairly unusual in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, well, it's so unusual that they don't really plan for it, and they have open sewers, so basically everything smells like sewage. Oh, great. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Wow. And last week you were talking to uh, Stu about uh, the Jamal Khashoggi uh, story. Yeah. And you were wondering how to pronounce his name. Right. It's like that, Khashoggi. It's Khashoggi? Yeah, there's an emphasis on like the first syllable. So it's not Khashoggi, it's Khashoggi. That's the way they say it here. Okay. Um, that's All the right. way he said it, yeah. Okay. I actually used to I used to work with him in uh, in Riyadh, and he was always really nice to me. Oh, wow. You worked with Jamal Khashoggi? Yeah, it was very, oh. very uh, strange to see him in the news. Yeah, well, especially especially the way you saw him in the news. That was not pleasant. Uh, not, you don't yeah, want the to first time the I saw like it was that. in Arabic. Yeah. No, uh, this is true. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Ethan. Uh, 888-933-93 and at uh, Pat Unleashed in the Twitterverse. Oh, by the way, the Mega Millions. <laughs> it was not uh, won again on Friday or whenever they did the drawing. So tomorrow night, it's worth $1.6 billion. $1.6 billion. It's a cash payout of $904 million. After taxes, you would take home... $540 million. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Wouldn't that be sweet? And you got about a one in 350 million chance. Oh, less than that. I mean, come on. Come on. Less. It's like 302. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, you know, here's the reality. By the way, this portion of the show brought to you by my Patriot Supply. Mm. The reality is emergencies usually strike without warning. Or you might have, you know, a day or two in the case of hurricanes. Um, if a tornado comes, uh, usually you've got about 10, 15, 20 minutes. So, you know, we're always surprised if the power goes out. Hurricane Michael hit with little warning. Certainly with the earthquakes, there's zero warning. I mean, these things happen, and you just don't know when they're going to happen. So when the news breaks, it's too late to start preparing. Then you're in you know, a panicked scramble trying to get out of the area or trying to figure out, okay, can I go to the store, and then the shelves are all empty. It's, it's such a good idea to prepare right now when things are quiet. Could you feed your family for two weeks with the food you have at home this moment? I can't because I ordered from my Patriot Supply. So if you don't have food to last your family uh, two weeks, which would take care of just about any emergency, you know, unless all hell breaks loose and the economy collapses, let's say, uh, two weeks worth of food will get you to the point where FEMA can get there and, you know, you've got help. But I trust my Patriot Supply, and you should too. A two-week food kit gets you started. This week, it's on special for only $75. When you go to my uh, special website, preparewithpat.com. Preparewithpat.com. Or you can call 800 411 
5293. These food kits include meals that last up to 25 years in storage. Order now and prepare yourself so there's no big surprises, so that you've got that peace of mind. 800-411-5293 or preparewithpat.com. Two National Football League stars on opposing teams yesterday had to be separated before the game because there's been some simmering tensions oh, on the football field so uh-huh. they're angry about about how they play no. right like they they dirty no. players or something what's Mm-mm. no no they're upset over the anthem thing and the protests <laughs> as a result <laughs> i love it and they're both on the same side of the anthem thing they're both <laughs> kneelers <laughs> It happened between Eric Reed of the Panthers, okay. Carolina Panthers, and Malcolm Jenkins of the, uh, uh, Stu would tell you, the Super Bowl champion, defending Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, who, by the way, are three and four this year. Oh, yeah, they pulled the Falcons yesterday. They were up 17 to nothing with 10 minutes left and lost, and lost. 21-17. That's an art. Ooh. That's an art form. Yeah, nor- normally reserved for these guys right here, the Falcons. So... um, Television camera zoomed in as the scuffle broke out. <laughs> uh, it looked like it happened right around the coin toss. Yes, it did. And so they don't like each other, I guess, uh, <sighs> Eric Reed and Malcolm Jenkins. Oh, well. Reed was visibly agitated with Jenkins, who plays the same position for the Eagles. They're both safeties, so they're not on the field at the same time. Um, but Kaepernick. Publicly sided with Eric Reed, his former teammate with the 49ers. Former quarterback tweeted, Eric Reed, enough said! Exclamation points. Ooh, yeah. What? Um, Kaepernick added the hashtag, I'm with Reed. Moments later, during the singing of the national anthem, Reed was seen kneeling on the field. Apparently, the problem is that Eric Reed uh, and uh, one other guy, I'm trying to think who it was. He had a partner in this. Oh. Um, but they raised about $100 million. Whoa, that's more than Beto money. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's grief. crazy money. It's a, it's a ton. Wow. For, uh, you know, uh, African-American justice is what they're... I don't know how they spend this money. I don't know what they do with this money. But apparently they went to the NFL and got a huge check from them. In exchange for not kneeling anymore. Oh, oh. And so so now Malcolm Jenkins considers, uh, or Eric Reed considers Jenkins a sellout. Okay. He, he sold out. He was corrupt from the jump, Reed told reporters. He knew what he was doing from the offset. His goal was to sell us out, and he did that. Wow. Wow. When Jenkins was told about Reed's comments, he responded, I'd never get up here and say anything bad about somebody who... I know whose intentions were real about helping the community, especially another black man. I respect him. I'm glad he has a job. I'm glad he's back in the league. I'll leave it at that. Hmm. That's a classy response. Um, but now these uh, these progressives are eating their own again. Aww. Of course, we always enjoy that. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm all about, uh, you know... For good causes, raising a lot of money. I just, I don't have a lot of confidence that these guys know what they're talking about. Because they act as though there is a slaughter going on from white police to black men. 
And it, that's just, it's not the case. Are there things that happen that shouldn't? Yes. And by the way, those are almost always adjudicated. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so, the, that's the rest of the story. Yeah. When it does happen. When it does happen, they're charged. We just had this situation in Dallas with, a, with the a female police officer who shot the black man in his own apartment. She thought it was hers, is the story. It's a very strange very strange occurrence, and that's going through the system. And it's going through that she's been charged with uh, second, either second degree murder or manslaughter, one of the two. And we don't need riots for right. justice, right? Nobody had to force them to charge her with anything. They they did because it seems weird. And think about uh, North Charleston, South Carolina. You had the guy, uh, the white officer, shoot the black guy in the back, in the back as he's running, running away, away, and it terrible. It just yeah, and he is now yeah. in prison. Yep. And then, then you had the guys, uh, do you remember the Eric, was it Eric Garner? Is that his name? New uh, York, yeah. In New uh, York, where yeah. he was selling cigarettes on the sidewalk, and they took him down and, and suffocated him. Um, I, I think, I don't know if they were found guiltless in that one, but uh, they were. I believe they were initially charged as well. Um, 888-933-93 from Teen Vogue magazine. Ooh. Some really, really good information for teens. Deep reading. On what capitalism is and how it affects people. Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. You, you seem like you're skeptical about what this article is going to say. Oh, I'm quite huh. skeptical. I'm just wondering, do, do teenagers actually read magazines? Like, is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. It used to be. At one point, I think they did read Teen Vogue. I don't know if they still do. So, so, so they're going to tell us what capitalism is from yes, Teen Vogue magazine. Here we go. Because I've been wondering. Yeah. And now here it is. You're in luck. Capitalism is defined as an economic system in which a, country, a country's trade, industry, and profits are controlled by private companies instead of by the people whose time and labor powers those companies. Okay. Wow. Here we go. Good start there. From the first sentence. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Okay, so... It's powered by the uh, private companies instead of no by the by the individuals people whose time and labor powers those companies. Yeah. That's who makes the money. <laughs> the United States and many other nations around the world are capitalist countries, but capitalism is not the only economic system available. Throughout history, other mm. countries have embraced other systems like socialism or communism. <laughs> so it's important to explore what co- capitalism actually is. Here we go. This is unbelievable. Let's be you sure can to tell it's it's going to be bad already. Are we going to explore what socialism is as well? But no, let's let's do capitalism. Okay, here we go. To conservatives' dismay, the modern idea of socialism, which has roots in Greek philosopher Plato, but emerged as a popular political idea in the 19th century among German radicals like Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels has become increasingly popular among young people in the past several years, (laughs) following Democratic Socialist Bernie Sanders' underdog run for president and the authoritarian authoritarian creep of the ultra-capitalist, anti-socialist Trump regime. (laughs) In contrast, capitalism has become markedly less popular among the younger generations, with the Washington Post noting in April 2016 that in one survey, a majority of young adults... Ages 18 to 29 said they rejected outright. Oh, goody. Idiots. <laughs> um, many capitalist bosses aren't great at sharing the wealth, which is why one of the major critiques of capitalism is that it's a huge driver of inequality 
both social and economic. And what does that do? Again, I ask the question. There's a huge income gap between me and Jeff Bezos. He is worth about $155 billion, and I'm not. So how does it hurt me in any way? The gap between the two of us. What do I care about that? So what? He's not taking money from me. Well, except that we willingly pay him to deliver us stuff. Which, by the way, is capitalism at its finest. He's providing a service. We're paying for it. That's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Is he taking money out of my bank account, though, uh, unwillingly? No, he's not. No. Does does he make so much money that Glenn can't afford to pay me? No, he doesn't. Capitalism takes the position that greed is good, according to Teen Vogue. Well, whoa, whoa. Okay. Which its supporters say is a positive thing. Uh, no. No. Um... If you've ever read Adam Smith, um, not only is Wealth of Nations required reading, mm-hmm. um, but so is Moral Sentiments, which teaches you about capitalism and, and the morality that goes along with it. Yeah, that, that article gets into Adam Smith, too. It, it mentions it, at least gives it a token mention. The goal of socialism is an egalitarian society run by democratically elected representatives for the benefit <laughs> of all, in accordance with a set of collectively determined parameters. <clears throat> wow, this is just... It's good. You better read this article with your kids, because this is what they're hearing. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. In a capitalist country, the focus is on profits over anything else. <laughs> In a socialist country, the public is seen to be more important. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's... Really? It's a good stuff. Ask the people of Venezuela how important they feel right now. Well, you'll have to find them on the way to, like, Peru. Or... Because <laughs> uh, that's where a lot of them are headed. They're just they're on vacation? Or what do you mean? No, what are you they're alluding moving. to? There's, and in, in many cases, they're walking... From Venezuela to Peru, which is about the equivalent of Los Angeles to New York. And it's so bad in Venezuela, the Venezuelan government, um, you know, the democratic elected representatives of the people. Just looking out for everybody. Just looking out for everybody. Little guy. The public is seen there to be more important um, than profits. And social welfare is a major priority in countries like Venezuela. That's why they're doing so well. They're so, they are having such a good time that they they just get out and exercise by walking from Venezuela to Peru. And then sometimes they forget to go back. Uh, Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. What a spin. Many countries like Norway, Sweden, Canada, and the Netherlands incorporate socialist ideas into their societies as does the United States to some degree. For example, universal health care and social security are both socialistic concepts. Hey, I appreciate you saying mm. it like that, actually. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, it'd be nice if they show how uh, much in debt we are as a result of, <laughs> uh, of those programs. You know, to the tune of $128 trillion. That's all. I mean, just our unfunded liabilities. You know, forget about the $21 trillion. 
Um, when you look at the unfunded liabilities like Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid, yeah, it's close to $100 trillion just from those two programs. So $21 trillion we owe today. Uh-huh. Over $100 tr- trillion more. Mm, that are unfunded. Th- that we promised to pay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a problem? Awesome. That's okay, right? I That's mean, all right. look, all I know is that um, capitalism is all about greed and socialism is right. all about the welfare of the people. Well, I mean, the theory is greed is good. Greed is good. In capitalism. Mm-hmm. Socialism, Socialism. They're they're more focused on the people. The the you know, democratically elected the people. Right. <laughs> right. The, hold on. The goal of socialism, uh-huh. according to Teen Vogue magazine, mm-hmm. is an egalitarian society run by democratically elected representatives for the benefit of all in accordance with a mm. set of collectively determined parameters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's catching on with all our democratic uh, representatives, all our all the Democrats in this country are virtually socialist now. Just about all of them. I mean, name one that isn't. Joe Manchin, maybe. Joe Manchin might be the last holdout in the Democrat Party. Because the rest of them have, you know, most of them are planning to run for president in 2020. What are they? I think there's 117 Democrats running so far. And they all want to give free money to everybody. Free money for all. Bernie Sanders has a nice plan to give college tuition to all students for free. You know, by free, he means $75 billion in taxpayer money. Then again, Sanders supports a 90% tax bracket and redistribution of wealth, just like... uh, this says just like Robin Hood, but that's really not what Robin Hood was all about. Pat, the goal of socialism... Is an egalitarian society run by democratically elected representatives for the benefit of all in accordance mm-hmm. with a set of collectively determined parameters. Just like socialist uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a 28-year-old former bartender who's the darling of the mainstream media. Uh, she was touted by Democrat chairman Tom Perez as the future of our party. She has a free plan. She has a plan for free health care for, for everyone and free college for everyone. Mm-hmm. Guess how much that'll cost? All of this free stuff costs. It doesn't matter. It's for the benefit of all in accordance with a set of collectively determined parameters. Yeah. Pat. And they're more concerned about the people than capitalists. Yeah, because greed is good. Concerned about profit, whereas these socialists are concerned about you. You're the important one. You, the person. That's why we look at. We're, we are the wealthiest nation in the history of the world. We can afford to do this. In fact, we can't afford not to. If it saves one person, saves it'll one. be worth the $32.6 trillion over 10 years. But that's okay. all. Just th- Well, it's really not all. This is a... It, this is a uh, an actual progressive number. Mm-hmm. If you were to really break this down, it's probably double this. It's probably sixty-four trillion. But let's go with their number: thirty-two point six trillion dollars to give everybody free health care and free college. That's almost exactly what the government took in in total tax revenue. Well, if you break that down by year, three point two six trillion. So it would cost every penny the government makes every year. So 
So do you have a pro? Oh, wait, I'm sensing like well, you I'm, have an issue with pro with the you know things that are for the benefit I'm just of trying all. Trying to think if you spend every penny on those two programs, <laughs> um, you don't have a lot of pennies left to run other things. You know, like I don't know the military, for instance. Oh, um, so uh, I don't know where you go with that necessarily. The benefit of all in accordance with a set of collectively determined parameters. Right, that keeps me going. Mm-hmm. That keeps me. By going. the way, Kim Kelly uh, authored that article about what is capitalism for Teen Vogue magazine. Uh, who's Kim Kelly? She's a member of the Metropolitan Anarchist Coordinating Council of New York. Oh my gosh, is that in her byline? I hope. I mean, of course, not that teens would pay no, attention No, it just to says from anyway. Kim Kelly. You have to actually Reason look that. it up to see who Kim Kelly is, and Zach did that for us, so that thank you. phenomenal. <laughs> now, uh, also, let's not forget about Kamala Harris. She's a Democrat from California. She's got an even better plan. She wants to just give cash away. Um, she said last Thursday, under her plan, families making less than 100000 a year could receive up to $500 a month, or about $6,000 a year, and individuals making less than $50,000 could get $250 a month. Hmm. You just free money for people. That's that's a really good plan. Well, What's yeah. wrong with that? It, there's nothing wrong because it's for the benefit of all in <laughs> accordance with a set of collectively determined parameters. Thank you for reinforcing that. Pat. Come on. <laughs> Pat. Come on. Ted. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's Come cool. on. Ted. Ted. Uh, so he's trying to get these, they're trying to get these concepts through our thick skulls, and they just can't quite do it, and that's why they've got to put articles in magazines that teens read because the teenagers are so susceptible to this. And because they are, they're susceptible to a lot of things. They're susceptible to what you tell them as well, which is why parents need to be so involved mm-hmm. with their teens. Yeah, and talk to them about this stuff because this stuff is so prevalent. They're going to have to hear the other side, and then let them decide. Then they can figure it out for themselves. I fully believe once they've been educated in truth, they'll do the right thing. They'll choose the right path. But when they only have the indoctrination from the left available to them, that's what they're going to go with. Yeah, your kids need to read the 5,000-year leap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That should be required reading for your kids. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, the real series, um, uh, the real George Washington, the real Thomas Jefferson, the real Ben Franklin, it tells you who they actually were. It doesn't describe them, you know, as hateful old white guys who were rich and sleeping with their slaves. It tells you the actual story of this of those men. Um, but Americans are working harder than ever. But stagnant wages mean they can't keep up with the cost of living increases, according to Kamala Harris. We should put money back into the pockets of American families. To address the rising costs of childcare, housing, tuition, and other expenses, our tax code. This is so great. Mm-hmm. This is our new thing. Our tax code should reflect our values. Our tax code should reflect our values, meaning 
that we should be willing to give all of this money to the government so that other people can be helped. Rather than skipping the government as the middleman and just helping people we want to help. So pathetic and so wrong. Our tax code should reflect our values. And instead of more tax breaks for the top 1% in corporations, we should be lifting up millions of American families. Well, yeah, because the goal of socialism Mm. is an egalitarian society run by democratically elected representatives for the benefit of all in accordance with a set of collectively determined parameters. It's beautifully put. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, that's what your kids will find in, uh, you know, Teen Vogue magazine. So if you just let them be subjected to that stuff and what they get at school or what they get at college, you might be really sorry with the outcome. (laughs) We've got to get involved in this stuff. Let me tell you about TAC Pack. Oh, yeah. TAC as in tactical and pack as in package. It's a tactical package or TAC Pack. It's the premier monthly subscription box for military, tactical, EDC, and shooting enthusiasts. This is really cool stuff. You get... You get a bunch of stuff for just $49.95, less than 50 bucks. You get at least $110 worth of gear from different companies like 511 Tactical, uh, Hex Mag, Black Rifle Coffee, Ready Men, and Gerber, just to name a few. Yeah. Now, you may have thought Gerber just did baby food. <laughs> Apparently not. They send out <laughs> AR parts, yeah, look tools. At this. Knives. Look at this wrench for like an AR. That really cool wrench. Look at that. Got a magazine here for. Uh, it's a mix great. of a uh, bunch of tactical gear and apparel. Really awesome stuff. AR-15 anti-rotation pin set. Sign up today to make it in time for the November pack. Worth a hundred and twenty bucks, and it includes a huge AR-15 part. Yeah, ours is on the way. Mm-hmm. A unique, uh, a unique tool from Real Avid. Winter weather apparel plus a great everyday carry piece for Maglite. I love this stuff. It's awesome. Use the code PAT at checkout to get a free gun cleaning mat that will ship out separate from your monthly pack. Go to TACPAC.com right now. Sign up today. TACPAC.com. Offer code PAT. Just $49.95 a month. The great thing is you can cancel at any time. They don't lock you into some kind of two-year deal. Okay? TACPAC. Com. All right. It's been great to have you with us. We will uh, see you right back here tomorrow, bright and early. Oh, Moron Trivia was right again, by the way. Oh, that's right. Six and one. What? Six and one on the season, man. You would have made a lot. Of, no, we don't recommend you. Yeah. Gamble. Uh-huh. But you'd have made a lot yeah. of money if you would have. Packers and Rams this week. <laughs>